Pope Francis has asked us to pray and fast for the gift of peace for the people of Ukraine. Let us join together as a community and pray the prayer of St. Francis. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Welcome to the celebration of the daily TV Mass. I am Father Seamus Hogan. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from the estate of Michael Farrell of St. Albans, Newfoundland. This Mass is offered for Martin and Agnes Farrell and their descendants, both living and deceased. Our thanks to the estate of Michael Farrell for the gift of the televising of this Mass to the faithful of Canada and around the world. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who chose the Bishop St. Patrick to preach your glory to the peoples of Ireland, grant through his merits and intercession that those who glory in the name of Christian may never cease to proclaim your wondrous deeds to all. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, Cursed are those who trust in mere mortals and make mere flesh their strength, whose hearts turn away from the Lord. They shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when relief comes. They shall live in the parched places of the wilderness, in an uninhabited salt land. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. The heart is devious above all else. It is perverse. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, test the mind and search the heart to give to all according to their ways according to the fruit of their doings. The word of the Lord. Thanks. Thanks.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told this parable to those among the Pharisees who loved money. There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. And at his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus covered with sores who longed to satisfy his hunger with what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs would come and lick his sores. The poor man died and was carried away by the angels to be with Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. In Hades, where he was being tormented, he looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. He called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in agony in these flames. But Abraham said, Child, remember that during your lifetime you received your good things and Lazarus in like manner evil things. But now he is comforted here and you are in agony. Besides all this, between you and us a great chasm has been fixed so that those who might want to pass from here to you cannot do so, and no one can cross from there to us. The man who had been rich said, Then, Father, I beg you to send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may warn them, so that they will not also come into this place of torment. Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. They should listen to them. He said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. Abraham said to him, If they do not listen to Moses and to the prophets, neither will they be convinced, even if someone rises from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What do green beer Easter eggs and Santa Claus have in common. The secularization of fundamentally holy days. So hence, I'm happy to be able to speak of St. Patrick today on the feast of St. Patrick. You may know that St. Patrick was in fact um, born in Ireland. He was kidnapped from Britain when he was just a boy and he was taken to Ireland. And there he was enslaved. He was naked and alone, literally naked, stripped of all. And only then, stripped of everything, did he eventually meet God on the cold, barren hills of the west of Ireland. Although he finally escaped his his captivity in his late teens, he heard the haunting voice of the Irish calling him back to Ireland. And he returned, and he preached the cross and resurrection to a people who never knew the hope of Christ. What were they like? I mean, those Irish with whom he lived, In some ways, I imagine they were like the Irish of all times and places. St. Edmund Campion, the Elizabethan Jesuit, who was martyred in 1581, has left us with a description of the Irish that I think uh, rings true today. The people are thus inclined, he said, religious, frank, amorous, ireful, sufferable of pains infinite, very glorious, many sorcerers, excellent horsemen, delighted with wares, great almsgivers, surpassing in hospitality. They are sharp-witted, lovers of learning, capable of any study whereunto they bend themselves, constant in travail, adventurous, intractable, kind-hearted, secret in displeasure. 
Now that's quite a description. Is it any wonder that Sigmund Freud complained that the Irish were the only people who could not be helped by psychoanalysis? These are generalities though. What was the specific culture into which St. Patrick entered? It was a world marked by indefatigable violence. Glory was to be found and success in war where numerous gods had to be appeased by sacrifice to retain their favor, the most powerful sacrifice of all being of the human sort. Fear of upsetting supernatural forces was offset by all manner of superstitious practices. The slavery that St. Patrick felt was common on that island and bound many people to grinding servitude, literacy, and all the pursuits that are tied up with that gift were practically non-existent. Now, I'm not trying to paint a completely negative picture. No doubt there was virtue on that island. There was self-sacrifice to be found there too. People had a natural desire for what is true and good. However, the Christianity that St. Patrick carried with him would change that world forever. The first missionary bishop in history to ever go outside the confines of the Roman Empire St. Patrick established bishoprics and brought the radiant light of the gospel to the Irish. And in a very brief time, slavery and human sacrifice became absolutely unthinkable. Indeed, St. Patrick is actually the first person in all of human history to unequivocally condemn slavery. While the continent was trapped in what historians have sometimes referred to as the Dark Ages after the fall of Rome, Irish monks, spiritual descendants of St. Patrick, were busy copying ancient manuscripts, mostly in Latin. In particular, they copied the Gospels, and in so doing, created some of the most beautiful manuscripts in human history, with the Book of Kells probably being the most famous illuminated manuscript. Brave and selfless monks with names like St. Columkill and St. Columbanus left the shores of Ireland, first visiting Scotland, and later the continent, doing the most difficult thing that an Irishman could, to leave their emerald home forever, living a kind of green martyrdom, if you will. They brought with them their books and their tenacious faith. And by, the, and by their journeys, they reinvigorated Europe with the, with the literature, culture, and illiterate Christianity. It's the story, in the words of Thomas Cahill, of how the Irish saved civilization. Patrick's encounter with Christ alone on the mountain way back when he was a teenager transformed his entire life. And from that moment he met Christ, he never stopped gazing upon him, making him the center of his universe. And today, during our Lenten journey in these troubled times, let us gaze upon Christ anew and welcome the power of God's love into our own lives so that, like St. Patrick, we might be filled with God's strength and live for him alone. Let me um, give St. Patrick the last word. These are beautiful words that come from his writings. I arise today, Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down, Christ when I rise, Christ in, every heart, in, in the heart of every man who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in every eye that sees me, Christ in every ear that hears me. I arise today through a mighty strength, the invocation of the Trinity, 
through belief in the threeness, through confession of the oneness of the creator of creation. I arise today. We offer our prayers to our Heavenly Father. For all those in the daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially those looking for a deeper awareness of God in everyday life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. Heavenly Father, we offer all these prayers in confidence and trust, for we make them through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God With humble spirit and contract accepted by you, O Lord, I may your sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, of my iniquity and cleanse me of my sins. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your for the praise of your name, for our good and the Look with favor, O Lord, we pray, on the offerings we set upon this sacred altar on the feast day of Blessed Patrick, that bestowing on us your pardon, our oblations may give honor to your name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you will that our self-denial should give you thanks, humble our sinful pride, contribute to the feeding of the poor, and so help us imitate you in your kindness. And so we glorify you with your countless angels, as with one voice of praise we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. 
for through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. A mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Patrick, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May the sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant, Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. 
Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Renewed by the sacred mysteries, we humbly pray, O Lord, 
that following the example of Blessed Patrick, we may strive to profess what he believed and to practice what he taught through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 In a special way, we pray for people all over the world during the Lenten season and those who perhaps are of Irish descent and those in Ireland themselves. We pray that the faith may be strong there and that many people may come closer to Jesus Christ today and ever. The Lord be with you on this feast day. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass.